The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome to the ACB and Talk to Tell It to the World marketing community presentation. I am featuring today Casey Matthews of Web Friendly Help. He is here to speak with us on entrepreneurship and why he feels it's a great way to become employed. Casey, if you would introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you, I would love it. Well, hey, guys, and thank you so much for having me on again. I really appreciate it. And um, as Patty said, my name is Casey Matthews. I'm through with webfriendlyhelp.com. And I have been in business for about three years now, uh, just over. And I typically will do access technology, uh, support, research, assistance, and audio editing. And I have done everything from different jobs here and there with various companies to uh, recently starting my own business back in 2019. And given the high rates of unemployment and everything, I thought this would be a good topic and to try to open the box a little bit, think outside the box and, and uh, help people think about other ways of getting work for themselves. So talk to us a little bit about the um, job hunt versus self-employment. Well, I was unemployed for about uh, a year and a half or so at one point, and I kind of referred to it, and I even have a blog post called The Black Hole um, talking about, um, you know, just the, the, the frustration of going through sending resumes and uh, then, you know, getting your interview set up and maybe you have a shot, maybe you don't, just depending on, you know, who knows. Uh, a lot of different factors go into that. Um, and I often, you know, said to myself, you know, if I had started my business uh, back then when I was throwing resumes and trying to do interviews, um, it would have been, you know, I would have, I would have been in a different place today. So the difference with, doing your own businesses, you have a lot more control of what's going on. A lot of times, if you come at a company as a business, things are a lot different than if you come at them as an individual. So it's it's quite a bit different and in that respect. It's a lot of work, but so is sending resumes and hoping for uh, an interview that goes well and hoping that that person takes you on and you know, ask all the right questions and so on and so forth. We've all probably been there. Right. So talk to us a minute about the importance of self-employment. What does that do for you as an individual? What what are the good things that have come from being self-employed besides having some control and having companies recognize you more as a business versus an individual? Well, the first thing that uh, I guess comes to mind is uh, I get to, I guess, call the shots, I guess. Um, uh, there's obviously pros and cons to that, but uh, you can determine what happens with customers, with people that you work with, companies that you work with. And for me, I have essentially created a business that uh, allows me to do what I love to do and really very little of the stuff that I don't like to do, um, <laughs> especially those meetings that uh, if you've ever worked for some kind of a corporate entity, you get you get a lot of those meetings that are not productive. So if I don't want to do a meeting, I don't have to do a meeting. <laughs> so that's a yeah. Nice hey, Casey, I'm not going to have a meeting today. Okay, Casey, that's, that's thanks. Right. That's, and, yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um. 
what else does it do for you uh, personally, like self-worth, self-confidence? It is, it is a huge um, confidence builder. Um, you know, maybe not right away because you're still, you know, at least for me, you know, when I started, it was a lot of learning, a lot of reading, a lot of figuring things out. Uh, but once you start uh, making money and um, sales and, you know, working with people, working with companies, and after you've done a few of those, it is a huge um, confidence booster. And it is different. Uh, it's just it's just a whole different feeling than working for a company, getting a paycheck, and then, you know, doing the same thing kind of the next day. Uh, every day is different. Every situation is different. And you get to handle all of those situations and figure things out uh, the way that works best for you, for whoever you're working with. And there's a lot of freedom in that. And there's a lot of flexibility in that. And, you know, so many of us have probably been in a situation where you've got, you know, you've said to yourself, well, what are they thinking? What are they doing that for? I could have done this better. Well, with your business, you get to do that better. Um, of course, the downside to that is you can't shove something off to a supervisor or manager and say, here, you fix it. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, so, it's you know, all on there's you. There's that. <laughs> so, right. When you talk about approaching a business as as a business rather than an individual, you subcontract with other businesses or you can get hired outright by those businesses? How does that work? Well, for me, it's been mostly contract. Um, and interestingly enough, uh, one of the businesses uh, that I that I work with, um, I, I actually had come at them as an individual. And that's why I say this, as, as an individual working, doing what I'm doing now. And uh, they, I don't know where my resume went, black hole again, but um, came at them as a business and, you know, filled out the paperwork and it was just no questions asked. Here you go. Uh, you know, so I had a reputation, of course, as doing, doing good work. So that helped. But uh, it was a complete different experience. Um, so a lot of these, a lot of these situations are like that. You fill out the paperwork to be a contractor. Um, sometimes they want a resume, but a lot of times they don't. Um, so you can fill out the paperwork and get started. And, uh, all of the, all the little nitty gritty payment stuff that have to go along all with that. But, uh, you can start working for, a company as a contractor, as a business-to-business -business type of a relationship. So it's it's completely different, um, but it's but it's very doable. So before we get to the next talking point, um, what? So there's things like being an assistive technology specialist. There are things such as um, proofreaders and all kinds of different things. Think outside the box for a second. Let's say that a person is a crafter or a writer or, um, or an assistive technology specialist or whatever they are. How does that work? Because like a whole lot of people have talked to me about, okay, you're doing pottery now. You're doing writing now. You're doing content promoting now. How do you manage all that together? And you have here, as one of your talking points, leveraging technology. So how would those things work with technology in terms of websites or whatever? Well, you can take uh, technology now and build a website uh, either with someone's help or, or by yourself if you're willing to learn all of that. The interesting thing is now you don't need an office building like you did, you know, 20, 30 years ago. Uh, you don't need to hire a huge amount of staff like you did because technology can do a lot of that uh, for you. You know, instead of having to print out stuff and send out mailings and stuff envelopes and wait for getting a response, that a lot of that can be done by email. 
A lot of that can be done through a website. Payment can be done through a website. Uh, you know, instead of having to have a credit card machine and you know figure out all the ways to make that accessible, a lot of that can be done online um, in one one way, shape, or form. And depending on what you're doing, some people don't have a website right away either. So you know, it's all about flexibility, and it's all about starting out. Uh, you know, I, I take your situation too, Patty, like what you were talking about. You're a writer. You're getting into pottery. Well, you know, I look at it like if you took your pottery and your writing and you combined it, why not? You could do that. You could make pottery, sell it on your website, put little quotes on there, whatever. There's, it's all about being flexible and trying different things. And some of it's experimentation. Some of it is you know, asking questions and people are saying, hey, I you know, really like this. I'd really like that. If you could do this, that would be great. Some of that is getting that information and turning it into something that people want. Right. What about uh, learning resources? You said, that you, you know, we've got a lot to learn here. If we're going to be self-employed, if we're going to start a business, whatever that business might be. <clears throat> what about learning resources? There are a huge amount of learning resources online. So a lot of this stuff is going to require technology. Uh, you to, you know, initially first learn the technology, learn how to browse the internet, learn how to do at least basic um, email word processing. You can take those skills and bring them to the next level and then start reading blogs about people that are doing business. Start um, reading about what it's like to, to start a business, how that works. Find out how that works where you are in your state. Uh, and then, of course, there's all kinds of resources for blind and visually impaired. There's Bookshare. Um, I used the heck out of Bookshare when I got started. I yeah. probably read yeah, five or six books, you know, just, you know, before I did anything, before I did the website, before I, you know, made my first, you know, phone call, all, all of that. So there's a huge amount of resources uh, out there. Again, you don't have to, you know, trek down to the library and, you know, try to find an, a book that's an audio form or, you know, you, you've got a lot of options. NLS has a lot of options, the National Library. So you've got, uh, you've got a lot of options out there, just yeah. depending on how you like to consume content. Uh, it really just depends. Right. What about um, virtual assistants? That is a huge resource. A lot of people um, that I know will use a virtual assistant uh, when starting a business um, just to help cover stuff that they might miss or just because they may want to uh, focus on the business and not on the, the nitty gritty stuff. I kind of liken that to doing taxes. We all have to do taxes, Ugh. but I don't want to learn. I don't want to be an expert on taxes. <laughs> I, I'd rather, I'd rather do what I do and do it well and let them, let them uh, pay them to, to, to do my taxes. So uh, you can do it, but you don't have to do it. And some of that is a balance in terms of learning when you might need a virtual assistant, what are you going to use it for? Um, how much is it going to cost? You know, all, all of that is a is a kind of balancing act, but that can really help um, move things forward, especially in the beginning um, when you're talking about platforms that you may not be familiar with. You know, when you start doing invoices and when you start doing, you know, getting payments and um, reconciling, you know, getting getting reports generated, all of that, all of that stuff, um, you know, goes into it and the time that you have to spend uh, looking and learning isn't necessarily time that you get paid for. Right. Uh, because you're doing that on your own time. So it's a question of time versus money a lot of times. And you need to kind of figure that out. And everybody has a different approach to that. And it all, you know, it's all, it's all very personalized, but you need right. to do with that. Absolutely. So when you say virtual assistant, explain what that is what is a so that's system. that's basically someone will who will come alongside and help you with 
uh, a lot of technical tasks. So right. typically you. you will, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's one of the things I do, but typically you will, a lot of times you will learn how to do X, Y, Z, whatever, whatever a skill is. Maybe it's, maybe it's doing taxes. Uh, maybe not, but if you, if you, wanted, <laughs> if you wanted to learn that, you could, uh, but instead, you know, with, with the tax situation, as an example, you're, you're in a sense using a, a tax or CPA, whatever you want to call them, as a as a virtual assistant. It's a very narrow uh, virtual assistant type type job, but you're sending them your information, and you're basically saying, "Fix my taxes, make it right. make it work." And yeah. and if you can, try to make me not have to pay as much. Right. <laughs> as a, as a bonus, right? Absolutely. So, so in a in a narrow sense, a tax prep you know person is kind of a uh, virtual assistant. So if you think of it like that, um, okay. that's that's what it could be. It could be, um, you know, when you're getting started looking for uh, research for your company. If you're doing, if you're doing uh, writing, or if you're doing pottery, or if you want to do research on local pottery shops or whatever that you could sell to, uh, you could spend a lot of time digging through different things. Where you could hire a virtual assistant to do a lot of that legwork for you um so it's again it's time versus money uh how much do you want to do kind of thing certainly how about accessibility in business well that's a a bit of a loaded question i have played with a lot of things that aren't accessible and i have played with a lot of things that are accessible in it's a changing situation sometimes, um, depending on depending on what you're looking for, and depending on what you're doing. Especially with everything being on on websites, you know, a lot of times they can hit a button and things things change. Not necessarily always to be inaccessible per se, but uh, things are moved around. Things are different. Maybe they have a table somewhere where they didn't before, and so you've got to. Um, figure that out. Um, and sometimes, um, you know, ironically enough, I do have some customers that will, um, you know, ask me about stuff like that. Like, hey, PayPal changed today. What happened? Oh, I like me, you mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to mention any names or anything, you know, but yeah. Oh, come uh, on, that, Casey. That, that happens. <laughs> that happens all the time. And it's it's really great to have somebody and say, Tell me what I need to do to get through this. What what's, what do they do? Yeah. What do I have to do? What's the most efficient way to navigate this? And doesn't mean that you can't stumble through it and get through it and figure it out. But again, it's it's a time saver. Yes, it is. Um, and it's also uh, relieves the pressure to have somebody to assist you, especially at first. Like I, I know over the years since I've been doing things, I don't. Um, have as many needs in some areas as I once did because as you've been doing them with and for me, I've been learning from you. So that's, you know, that's another yeah. thing that people want to do. Always be willing to learn so that when you well, run that into... Actually brings up a really good point too because when you're starting your business, you, you lose the IT support that you would have with a company. Um however good or bad that happens to be, you still have some sort of support that you can turn to. So when you're starting your business, you, you've got to either do that all yourself or have something in place um, where you can get help when you need it and and figure out what's, what's going on. So, you know, if you're with a customer and you can't, um, you know, get a credit card or you can't pay them or, or they can't pay you, that's that's an issue and if you don't have a way of getting around that um you know you want to want to this is some of the stuff you want to think about it along the way somewhere right so let's take some questions now if everybody would like to ask questions you can raise your hand and you'll be called on and please remember when you get that prompt to unmute even if you get that prompt, don't speak until the host has called your name. And and we do want questions. 
Okay, I'm not seeing any raised hands at this moment, but you know what happens when you say that. Right. Well, I hope people will ask questions. Um, in the meantime, I have a few more. Talk to us a bit about, give us your path. Talk to us about how you, what what happened to push you into creating your own business and what did that look like? Well, it's it's kind of funny. If you had asked me 10 years ago, if I would have started my own business, I would have been like, no way. I don't want that. I don't want that responsibility. I don't want to be the guy that does everything. I don't want that. Um, so it was a interesting journey for me. It uh, took several years, I think, for me to get, I would say, frustrated enough that uh, that I decided enough is enough. I'm going to do my own thing. And a lot of it came down to me being in the access technology industry as long as I have, uh, I've seen so many different things and played with so many different technologies that a lot of times I would say, hey, there's a better way to do this. Um, and the powers that be wouldn't always um, take my suggestion. And when people are involved and people's learning is in, impacted by some of those decisions, that just really started to irritate me. So one thing led to another. I started reading and I started kind of thinking to myself, you know, that really sounds like a good idea. And I always said, too much work, too much work. I don't want to deal with it. I just want my paycheck and I just want to go home. <laughs> That's all I want. Uh, but then, you know, it just, it just went from, you know, more frustration, more frustration. And so I finally uh, just tried to work a little bit on the business kind of thing on the side um, and, and sort of inch my way toward uh, doing, you know, starting my own business. And it was, uh, you know, it was, uh, for me, it was a little bit like, uh, you know, walking through, uh, walking over Niagara Falls without a safety net. Oh my goodness. You know, like, what am I doing here? So what did uh, I do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but you know, it was, it was, it was a huge learning experience. I learned a huge amount about what works, what doesn't work. Um, and you know, for me specifically, but also just in general with, you know, running, um, business, you know, in using technology, um, I don't have sighted assistance at all. So there was a lot that I had to really figure out for myself. Uh, and so that was, you know, in some ways took longer than, um, than expected, but it was, it was a wild ride and, uh, it's, it's been, uh, you know, over three years now. So I'm beating the odds. Um, so I'm very happy about that. When I met you, you were still working, uh, at, at a, a quote day job and yes. you were developing, your business on the side. Mm -hmm. um, what? Uh, so you talked about you. You know you were tired of running into obstacles that were affecting the way you felt the job you were doing could be done efficiently and to meet the needs of the people you served. What types of differences do you see now, other than getting to do it your way? What types of differences do you see now? And what is the, do you find that your success rate with people is better now that you're doing it Casey's way rather than the corporate way? Well, without, without uh, trying to sound, uh, you know, arrogant, <laughs> my, my way is, I think, way better than what was going on before. Um, I do not part think of the it reason is arrogant to have self-confidence in what you do. Yeah, well, Just, well, and yeah. part of the reason for that too was there are a lot more uh, red tape involved whenever you work for an organization who's got, you know, things that they they want to do and they've got a certain metric that they want to meet, um, and so a lot of it. I'm sure a lot of people would be relate to this. If you want to learn something, you don't necessarily want to have to go through. A bunch of hoops to get there. If you want to learn how to do email, you don't want to have to go through a whole 
paperwork, assessment process, and learn everything else about um, the computer before you finally get to email. So I'm sure a lot of you can kind of relate to that. So with, again, with, with me, I was able to take that and say, you know, if somebody just wants to learn email today, we can do that today. We don't have to wait on bureaucracy and red tape and all of that, that that goes along with it. So it's, um, again, that's one of those flexibility things. Uh, if I need to change something, I can change it. If I don't need to change it and if it's working well, then that's great. So, uh, that's, that's some of the, um, we, what I walked away with, um, once I, especially once I started, especially after the first year, you know, it was, it was good to see, you know, nobody had, um, complaints. And I, ironically enough, when I was working for uh, corporate types, uh, a lot of times there would be complaints. And part of that is because it couldn't be as flex flexible as I needed to be. So there's a lot to be said for flexibility here. Right. Before we take to see if there are hands again, um, talk to us about what Type you must be disciplined to have your own business. You can't have yeah. twenty sick days in a <laughs> row because nobody's signing those sick day paychecks. Right, right. Talk to us about um, that. That's a great point. Um, you have to be. Um, I would say, I would say you you can't really be a procrastinator uh, if you notice something that needs to be done. Uh, you've got to get it done. Uh, either you've got to do it yourself or you have to find a virtual assistant that's willing to jump in and do it for you. <laughs> One way or the other, you've, you've got to, you've got to be able to get things done. And it could be, um, I mean, it, it, I mean, it really could affect, um, your livelihood, uh, in certain situations. I mean, there's a lot of places that I've contracted with now. And if you don't, um, you know, get your invoices in by a certain date. Too bad you don't they get don't paid. Pay you right. That's that's just too bad. It's all on you, and nobody's going to remind you. It's not like working for, uh, again, working for a company where you can hand that all off and do your job and go home, and all of that's handled by someone else, and you don't have to think about it. You have to think about all of that stuff, and some of that is really comes down to coming up with ways of reminding yourself, whether that be calendar, whether that be, you know, some, you know, tasks or, you know, whatever, you've got to come up with ways um, of doing that. And as you get more, um, you know, clients or in, you know, companies or whatever that you're working with, that becomes um, more challenging. And so your organization has got to be uh, figured out. You, you really have to be organized. Um, so that's that's one thing I would say. Just just going into it, you've got to really be on top of things. Right. So, do we have any hands now? Not at this time. All right, guys. When Casey and I do not want to talk to ourselves the entire hour, so I'm going to go ahead and say oh, we have one now. All right. <laughs> That usually <laughs> does it. When I start threatening <laughs> to talk to myself, that's usually when they come on. <laughs> I don't want to do that. All, All right, right, let's, let's take that in. Think... <laughs> Marcy. Hello, Marcy. Am I audible? You are. Excellent. Thank you so much, Casey, for doing this interview and Patty for, for interviewing him. I'm learning a lot. Casey, can you talk to us about the books that you read? Can you tell me how you selected them and maybe list the top two that you recommend? Oh, my gosh. Um, that's a great question. And I wish I had a few books um, that I could recommend. It's been so long since I went through them. But I, I just as a general um, starter, uh, I, I, would, I would look for books that had to do with entrepreneurship um, starting a business, um, you could look for uh, LLC, you know, if you put that in as a keyword. Um, another one is, um, you know, that. So you, you, can, you can start there. Um, what, I, what I did just to um, alleviate some of the 
tedium of, of looking for a book and reading it only to, to find out that it wasn't um, it wasn't what I wanted. I would I would do some uh, with Bookshare. You can actually do keyword searches, um, and it will actually search through uh, through a book itself. So I would put some things in quotes and look for that and see if that phrase was actually in the book that I was looking to to read, and that saved me some time. Uh, because I didn't have to go through and read a bunch of stuff and then find out, yeah, this really isn't um, really isn't what I what I need. So uh, some of that is being a little smart about um, how you do some do do that search and uh, find that. Um, I'd be happy to uh, if you email me off off um, later today or whenever I can I can grab some books for you and give you some links. Yep, and, and we'll have Casey's contact information at the end of the show here. Anything else, Marcy, that you want to know? We seem to have lots of time. Let's see. We don't have any other race hands at this All right. moment. <clears throat> so, Casey... Oh, oh. I said that <laughs> happens every time. I really love it when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> They just do that to keep us on our toes, Belinda. Yeah. That's all it is. Go ahead. All right, Deanna. <laughs> Hi, Deanna. Thanks for being here. <laughs> well, okay. There you are. I think I am. Yes. You are here, yes. Yes. Um, I was going to suggest that another place you might look is there is an organization of retired business people. And if you need some help doing something like writing a business plan, they're a good resource. Yeah, that is a good idea. Mm -hmm. And another thing that that you need to do is sit down and write down what is what is your skill set, because that'll give you a direction. Um, what do you really do well and what do you enjoy doing? Um, yeah, because, you know, like I said, any I think that almost any skill is marketable. Um, you know, we have, um, well, we have a lot of talented people within this community who have learned things like running a webinar or hosting a Zoom meeting or <clears throat> doing editing for their karaoke. And those things are all things that other people might want you to do for them. So Deanna is correct, getting your, um, finding out what you do and do well and what you're good at is a great way to begin because because you can't just leap into the deep end and say i'm going to start a business and what am i going to do now so that's, that's a great um, yeah that's the kind of thing i'll give you a little quick story so let's know we're going to let casey present so sure. what are your story so I, go ahead I was casey just say just to, to piggyback on what you said deanna most most cities also do have a small business uh some kind of association and you can also, you know, physically go there, and uh, they can help you with a lot of stuff. Now they may not know about accessibility. They probably don't know anything about screen reading technology or anything like that. So you will probably have to educate them. But if you need help, like like Deanna was saying, writing a business plan, um, those kind of things, then that is one option um, that you that you have. Or or if you want somebody to hand you know, walk you through, uh, you know, starting a business, getting that, all of that paperwork, um, you know, started. They can, they can help with that. But like I said, you probably will need to educate them a bit on the accessibility part of things and what you need uh, to be successful with them. Right. So thank you, Deanna. Those were good points. Appreciate you. Um, Belinda? Clubhouse, no race, anybody? No raise hands. All right, guys. And I've been checking. There's no none in Clubhouse. <laughs> okay. All right. So I will ask this question. Um, <clears throat> what would you say your best strengths are and how do they assist you in the work that you do? Because finding oh, your, your strengths 
is an important thing in business. You have to know what you're good at. I would probably have to say, um, ironically enough, I'd probably have to say learning is probably my, my biggest strength. Um, if I don't know something, I will typically figure it out, read about it, um, you know, start asking questions, start, you know, searching the internet, whatever I need to do to figure it out. Um, part of that comes out of, uh, uh, me wanting to be as independent as possible. Some of that comes out of, uh, not again, like I said, not having sighted assistance that I can just say, Hey, can you just fill out this paperwork for me? It's not accessible. Just, just do it. Uh, so some of that is, is, is because of that. But I think that and, um, being able to just take, um, take tasks and kind of compartmentalize them and work on different things, um, prioritize different things. Uh, Cause you've got, at least in my case, I've got, you know, companies, I've got individuals and, uh, they don't, they don't really care uh, what else is on your plate. <laughs> so, right. you know, it's, it's up to you to uh, prioritize work. And um, again, nobody's, nobody's going to help you with that, but that, that's, that's part of the organization. So I, I would have to say for me, it's learning and just really being organized. When you deal with the public, what would you say the most difficult thing is that you do and how do you overcome it? Oh my, I would have to say sales. Um, uh -oh. <laughs> lack of lack of sales has gotten me in trouble, at least when I worked for different companies. Um, and so uh, for me, it's, it's been, um, Ironically, with, with the business side of things, restudying my own, the sales part has largely not been an issue. I think usually when people come to me, they're, they're looking for something. You know, they need something. So the sales part of it usually um, takes care of itself. And part of that for me is since I know my business inside and out, since I created it, I know what I'm good at. I know what I'm offering people and so I can talk about it um, without having to look at notes, without having to scramble. And so I think that goes a long way in in, in terms of um, getting sales, getting getting that process started. Uh, I think it, it just it just makes a difference when you when you are responsible for all of that and when you have to talk about it. It really, again, it goes to your confidence, uh, your your skills, and maybe I am a better salesman today. Um, hopefully, hopefully, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll find out as we go along here. That's right. <laughs> um, talk to us a little. VR blind services tends to make it like um, harvesting a kidney to start. <laughs> your own business did you work with vr blind services at all to begin your own business or did you just leap out into the atmosphere and hope i that your uh, i just worked? did it i i okay. just did it myself um i mean i you know i'm not taking away from anybody that decides to go with, with vr type type services because you know i'm i'm more of a do-it-yourselfer but um a lot of times um they're gonna want more of that paperwork that depending on your business, you may or may not need. You may not need, uh, you know, if you're doing a food truck service, let's say you're definitely going to want to have a business plan and all of that that goes along with it. But sometimes you may not need one right away, especially if maybe you're studying with a hobby and you want to see how that goes and you may not be ready for a business plan and, financial statement and all this and that that goes sometimes along with that. So sometimes um, I, I do find that that can be a bit of a barrier, uh, at least in the beginning, or it can at least be a lot uh, overwhelming. So and for me, instead of, and well, the other part of that is I didn't need a lot of funds uh, to get started. So that's the other piece of it. If you need, you know, $10,000 to start your business, 
because you need hardware or software or something, then that's something that, you know, you're going to have to consider. For me, I didn't have a lot of um, upfront costs because I, I'm not selling physical products and, you know, I didn't need expensive uh, software. So it was relatively easy for me to do that kind of out of pocket, let's say. Right. Um, and so really it was just a question of getting the information and sometimes people will decide, okay, I just want somebody to give it to me. Uh, and I don't want to read five or six books like me. Um, so it really is kind of your preference as far as that goes too. It's also learning, knowing your learning style because everybody does that differently. I like to read books, but not everybody does. So that's that when you're getting started, that's definitely something to consider. Right. Well, for me, um, when I began to try to turn what I do into a business, um, they wanted all that paperwork, a business plan and financial stuff, and you had to make this much and blah, blah, blah. And I couldn't give that to them because I didn't have, I wasn't making that money mm -hmm. and I wasn't yeah. doing that yet. I was just in the beginning. So what I did is I started doing it on my own. And the first, the first time I went to the IRS, um, you know, to get my taxes done, they looked at what I was doing and they kind of chuckled and said, you're not making enough to even really call yourself a business. You can call this a project mm -hmm. um, and you can pay into your social security income if you want. But, you know, we really don't have any need for you in here. <laughs> so <laughs> I did those things and I did those things and I continued to do those things. And it took me four years. And now VR Blind Services does recognize mm -hmm. what I'm doing. So um, that is, you know, sometimes you have to go through the back door. And yeah. um, and that's important. <clears throat> Bill, before we go forward, do we have any more questions? That we do a... actually. Awesome. Uh, let me get to them. Don't lose them. They're like gold nuggets. We haven't... <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> All right, Matthew, go ahead. Hi, Matthew. You should be able to unmute. There, there you are. Hello. We hear you. Hi, guys. Uh, I'm very interested in what you guys are, are saying. I'm kind of uh, doing uh, my own little bit of entre entrepreneurship, uh, doing uh, some accessibility testing, uh, consulting, and stuff like this uh, in, in my uh, city here. Uh, one of the things I, I did want to defend a little bit, <laughs> the VR services, I don't know, uh, according from what I can tell, you guys are on the, the East Coast, huh? Right, yes. Yeah, so here in Texas, uh, the VR services here and uh, what's known as the uh, Workforce Solutions VR Services Department uh, the, for years uh, used to have uh, that would help blind individuals uh, start uh, a business. And uh, they started this doing it with like helping you start maybe a snack bar or um, working in maybe one of the uh, facilities in like maybe the federal building or the courthouses where they had a snack bar there. <clears throat> and they would help you learn your plan, give you some, some business um, uh, education on finances, how to manage your budget, your inventory, things of this nature, which is kind of what you guys are talking about there. The one, the one great thing I liked about their, um, their their layout and how they go about doing things is you can pick that business uh those that education and apply it to any business that you might want to start and uh so i know that they do that here uh you do have to apply for it because of course you just don't want somebody just oh i'm going to start selling uh can't open a candy store today you gotta gotta have an idea uh gotta have things planned out a little bit uh in what direction you're wanting to go what your goals are what your skill sets as y'all said what can you can't what what you can do and where you need to go to find the help that you what you can't do so um great great information but uh the vr services here in texas are great <laughs> yeah great great matthew i, I really appreciate that i've heard good things about about them 
uh, and and every state is different. So that's that's part of the uh, figuring out process, exploration process. Is you got to figure out what does your state do for you, what does it not do for you, and you know what can you do for yourself. I know a lot of people have done the business enterprise program and and been successful with that. So if you just want to get started with a business and have all the pieces kind of ready for you more or less. And, and as far as, you know, getting that um, upfront cost paid for, then, you know, that can be a, a great way to go. It, it really just depends on what you're doing and what your state can do for you. Yes. Those were good points. Thank you, Matthew. Appreciate you. I'm always glad to hear from you. <clears throat> so we've got 15 minutes. Anybody else want to take a stab at us? Um, fake knives, please. <laughs> No raised hands. All right. No knives. All right. Good deal. Um, well, a lot of times <laughs> we do such a good job, they just don't have any questions. So what I'm going to do now, Casey, is have you tell us just a brief overview about what it is that you are doing and how that you might be able to help people uh, go forward with uh, beginning their own business or with other things that they might need assistance with that you do? So my biggest, uh, I guess, uh, claim to fame, I guess, if you can call it that, is my access technology services. So I've been in the access technology field for about 28 years now, I think. And um, so that's that's my biggest thing. So whether you need help with computers, Windows, uh, iPhone, some Android, depending on what you have, that's a that's a whole big ball of wax. But um, or if you're starting your business and and you know you need some virtual assistance, I also do that. I've been doing that ever since I started uh, my business. And so whether that's need market research or you need uh, just information uh, and all presented in a nice, easy to read format. Um, you know, you don't have to worry about that with, with me. Some of the virtual assistants, they don't care about that, and they might just give you a graphic. You know, I've seen that happen. Oh, so yeah. Don't have to worry about that with me. <laughs> um, and, and the other thing I do is audio editing. You may have heard some of um, Patty's podcasts, uh, if, if some of you listen to that. So uh, I, I do that as well for people that need that. And it could it's, it's it ranges from anything if you just need lectures trimmed up a little bit or if you need podcast work done uh just again it just depends on what you need what you're what you're looking to do but those are those are my three big um areas and uh we can we can definitely patty's going to share the contact info at the end so i'm happy to chat about any of that off off, off of here so Right. Well, you are welcome to go ahead and give your contact information and um, for people if you want to do that. Okay. So my um, again, this is Casey Matthews. Uh, my name has been mentioned, but just so you have it, my website is webfriendlyhelp.com. My email is help at webfriendlyhelp.com. <laughs> and I don't know. Do you do you not do phone numbers? You don't do phone numbers um, on it, here, right? It, no, it's probably better if we just do the okay. email. And that's the, fine. And the... All of that information is is on the website. And if you email me, I'll definitely be happy to give you my number if that's that works better for you. Okay, sum us up, Casey. Give us a a brief conclusion to what all we've we've gone over here. Just a brief. Well, I would say the, the biggest takeaway that, you know, if I if I could snap my fingers and make it happen, I would just like, if nothing else, to have people think outside the box and take a really good look at your skills and see how that can be made into either a, either a hobby that you can start making a little money for or potentially a business down the road. And it sounds scarier than it is, but... Um, again, like I said in the beginning, given our high unemployment rate, um, you know, if more of us started small businesses, then we could, you know, do a lot more to support ourselves and be in control of our own destiny and what's going on. We don't have to worry about if someone's going to 
give us a chance or not give us a chance, uh, we can we can do a lot more ourselves. So that's to me that's my biggest takeaway that I would hope that I would leave you with and uh, be happy to continue this discussion offline or by email or whatever whatever happens. So right. Um, Casey, I'm so grateful to have had you here today. We've got 10 minutes. Anybody else want to say anything at all to Casey? Um, now is your chance, or if you're not comfortable chatting here, as he said, you can reach out to him. If you have uh, needs, whether it be learning to do something, getting your computer kicked into shape, uh, Casey has lots of steel-toed boots and hammers that he can, <laughs> t- trust me, he keeps me going. And I have been classified as having the most vexing computer problems <laughs> on the planet. Uh, I chuckle when I text Casey and ask him, um, you know, help me with such and such. And he'll text, oh, that'll just take five minutes. Well, no problem. I'll call you in just a minute. An hour and a half later... <laughs> <laughs> we're still trying to figure it out, but he has never let me down. So um, I, I just have to say that I couldn't do my business without Casey. So um, definitely a, something to have in your toolbox. And I guess if we have no more takers for questions, then we do not. I will say thank you guys very much for attending. I hope there were really more people in the room. but um, um, And I know that we have ACB Media 5 listening, so some of you are probably on your couches um, taking your lunch break, whatever. Thank you for doing that with us. And Casey, thank you so much for taking an hour out of your busy day to... Um, to talk with us and thank you um, for having me and thank you for listening everybody sure and if anybody else wants to get in touch with casey for their call um reach out to him he will do it because i will make him so um (laughs) i'm his marketer and i make him do stuff like that so um i guess we'll just go ahead and end this show thank you very much for listening everybody and thank you for chanel and belinda and everybody we appreciate you